Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Comedy Podcast where we talk about your favorite movies, music, TV shows, and more. I'm Tori. I'm Marin. And, you know, the crime junkies are on a leave of absence, but that's fine because today, <laughs> you guys, we have something so special for you. Um, before we jump into the specialness, I want to thank you again for listening to the podcast. And uh, thank you to those who checked out our Twitter space. We will be doing more of those, so make sure you follow us on all our social media, have your notifications on, and even more, make sure you give us a five-star review. Um, our Apple numbers have been out the roof the past few weeks, so thank you for that. Um, and I know we have a couple hundred Spotify uh, subscribers i know you're listening to this now where's my star at thank you um but it's hot as hell outside i know it's pride month happy pride also happy juneteenth um babes please make sure you drink water i do not want you to faint out in the sun in the heat especially if you live in a house if you live in a house if you live in the south the the heat down here is an entity a full human it's a fuel full just ancestral beings just out there um, um 100%, to all the to all the families whose fathers like to work on their yard like mine please get them to wear sunscreen please oh, give oh. them some sunscreen if you didn't buy father's day gift now is the time this is your <laughs> this is this is your clue this is the light bulb black girl sunscreen at target is not expensive they won't ask you no questions just give it to them and they'll put it on you know how dads are you know how they are <laughs> But today we have a treat for you guys and a treat for me too, because if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that we were going to do a review and recap of the Mock Jong of the Century, <laughs> <laughs> Love Featuring Marriage and Divorce. So, Love Featuring Marriage and Divorce is a three series, mm-hmm. going to be a fourth series multiple episodes um show that it aired its first season in january of 2021 um it is on netflix it is a tv chosen channel it is written by a daily drama writer and if you're a k-drama girl you know exactly what is in store for this episode y'all i have my water i'm gonna sit back and listen as Marin takes us through all three seasons of a love featuring marriage and divorce are you ready i am so Oh, ready because god knows i was not gonna watch this show but <laughs> y'all don't understand every time mary has a chance she's like i have to just explain to you <laughs> the chaos the chaos that is happening so without further ado Marin, bring us yeah. in okay so i have given um tori the uh, character cast like chart mm-hmm. so she can see all the faces and know all the names. I would like everybody to know that I went into this drama thinking it was just another divorce drama. The word Makjong didn't even cross my mind <laughs> until about maybe the end of season one. Uh huh. Okay, so uh, let's just get some plot things out of the way. Um, so I'm going to introduce some of our main characters. We have mm-hmm. Sa Pi Young, who is 40. Um, she is a radio PD and she is married to Yushi, Yushi, whoa, Shin Yushin, who is mm-hmm. 44, who cheats on her with Ami, a 28-year-old model. Of course he does. <laughs> we have Bu Hye-ryung, who is 33, a radio DJ, married to Pan Sa-hyun, who is 32, who cheats on her with Sung Won, who is 42, a literary Chinese translator. Um... Um, we have lastly Li Shi Eun, who is fifty, married to Park 
who um, Lee Shiyun is a radio writer who is married mm-hmm. to Park Hae-Roon, who is 50, who I believe is a theater professor, mm-hmm. and cheats on her with Nam Ga-bin, a 40-year-old music act- musical actress. Oh, so this is just... Niggas <laughs> ain't shit. Yep. Come up oh. in your crew. <laughs> um, all three of the main ladies um, know each other because they work on the same radio show. The mm-hmm. mistresses know each other because they meet randomly in an episode and decide to be friends. And the husbands know of each other, but they're not necessarily, they're not close or friends. Mm, okay. okay. So some important points of the show. At this very start of the show, um, the three women sit at a cafe and discuss one of their coworkers who is dating a married man. This talk right here is setting up their downfall. Um, Herong says that if she was a wife, she would have divorced him. Pyong says that it's easier said that that's easier said than done. And she mm-hmm. states that even when the love dies, you stay together because of your bond. It's what our mothers used to do. Oh, but we are not our mothers. Babe. No, we're not. <laughs> we are not our mothers. babe. Oh, this um, is a this is a downfall conversation. Downfall. The writer was just like, I want you to go on this journey with us. <laughs> she set up that scene. Okay, and this conversation they're having has so many red flags. Pyong says we shouldn't give men a reason to teach. She believes prevention is possible, and Xion agrees, saying that men may cheat for a moment, but will never divorce. And I don't know why that's an exception. What? (laughs) That's okay. It's like, they'll cheat, but the divorce won't happen. Ma'am, what? (laughs) Um, some other terrible quotes. Pyong says that if you want to be loved, be lovable. Women also have responsibilities and duties, which is for me placing the blame on women um, mm-hmm. a lot. So I hated that. Oh, oh, very much so. <laughs> and then for the rest of the show, the way I'm going to break down the episodes is I'll be telling the stories based on each woman. So starting mm-hmm. with Heron because she's the old youngest, I'll talk about everything that happens to her in relation to her husband, the mistress, and even her in-laws. And then I'll go with every the other two women. And that's how I'll do it. So we meet Heron. Heron, d- Heron doesn't have any kids. And we see that she can be a bit selfish kind of mm-hmm. in the first episode she gets irritated by the smallest things but her husband also has no backbone in my opinion he's a man baby um for example at one point in the show uh her husband sahyun gets sick and she makes him sleep in the ri- living room couch so he doesn't so that she doesn't get sick um and then her husband while on the couch calls his mom to make him some food since he's not feeling well Herong he hears the call and goes off on him for making her look bad when she thinks that he's overreacting and that he and that he'll just get better so based off their relationship the cheating did not have to happen for them to get a divorce it was going to happen regardless right um when Hirong finds out, she finds out that her husband is cheating when she sees him in a car talking on his second phone because she regularly goes through his other phone because she didn't know he had a second one. And when she finds out that he has a second phone, she immediately drives to her in-law's house and tells in-law's house and tells them what happened. Um, not because she has an amazing relationship with them, but because she knows that they can convince him to leave the other woman because he's a man baby oh, okay okay <laughs> uh sapion tries to 
convince his parents into approving him of getting a divorce by showing his parents their grandchild's sonogram because uh, he's the only one out of the other out of the men out of the two men that get his mistress pregnant. Um, Herong has like she we later learn later on that she has like an ovary issue like mm-hmm. but she also doesn't want kids so that's always been like a tension point between her and her um her in-laws so that's why he tries to get them to agree to the divorce by showing him that he got his mis- showing them he got his mistress pregnant um Herong decides to stay in her marriage even though her husband wants out and says she'll have have the baby her in-laws want since that's the only way she thinks this marriage will continue she puts on the waterworks for her in-laws and they just fall for it. And they're like, okay, we'll make sure that he doesn't divorce you. And then there's this really dramatic moment when, because she's so stressed out because of her husband cheating and everything, she coughs mm-hmm. up blood at her workplace and ends up in the hospital. And this convinces her husband to be better and stay in the ma- marriage. Um, uh-huh. Quotation marks around the word better, not better, but he stays in the marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we go to our girly Sapiung. Uh, she has the least amount of trouble this season. She has a one daughter who is 12. Um, one thing you see throughout this season is the lovey-dovey rom- romance between her and her husband. It's excessive. Just piano playing, a piano playing in the background as they talk and flirt and tease each other. And by ep- episode five, I was sick of it because I knew he was a liar <laughs> and a cheater. I was like, skip, skip, skip. Um, some other important characters to her storyline are her husband's stepmom and his dad. His stepmom likes Yushin and wants her husband to die so that she can be with him. Like, oh, these are the screenshots. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, these are. She, the, yes, slowly flowing back to me because I did have mutuals that were watching this while it was airing. <laughs> yep, yep, you heard me right. Um. <laughs> Her plan is to get rid of her husband by feeding him unhealthy food for about a about a year so that he gets a heart attack. One day they're at a theater together and he ends up having a heart attack. And as he's grabbing for her, she just ignores him, hoping he passes away. Um, he does die and she puts on the act of being a depressed widower for everybody. Um, and... Sapiung has suspicions that her mother-in-law is into her husband. Um, and she tells her mother-in-law, tells her husband, but he doesn't believe her. He lets her know I mean, that. I yeah. wouldn't believe her either. I'd be like, yes. my mother? I would need you to back. I've <laughs> known this woman since I was seven. What are you saying? She's into me. Um, but he does. Oh, that's just. Oh. <laughs> but he, he does dr- drop the info that his stepmom was his first love. So do what you will with that information. Um, okay, what is it? Opetus? Opetus? Syndrome? Whatever the fuck this called. Whatever it is. Yeah. And as you would get, Pyong's mother it, mother-in-law is jealous of her. She doesn't say it to her face, but like uh, we get her inner thoughts a lot or what she says when mm-hmm. she leaves the room and she is jealous of her. And then there's this little side note of where um, Pyong hates her mom for pushing her dad out of their life because he cheated on his mom, on her mom with his secretary. So that's a little side note to their character that's kind of important. It's just really dramatic. Oh, okay, yeah. Children yeah. are... 
I get it. I get it. Yeah. But like, no, the man was obviously garbage, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we go to our girly, um, Shein. Shein has a son who is 12 and a daughter who's either in college or about to enter college. In the first episode, Shion's husband has already asked for a divorce, but he lies about the reason and says it's because this whole thing about how they lived together too long and that his love is gone. Um, but it's actually because he has a mistress. Um, of course it is. <laughs> Shion tells her coworkers about her husband wanting a divorce, and the ladies provide the worst advice, saying it's because they haven't had sex in two years and she should set the mood tonight and everything will be fine. I'm blaming on the woman still. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if sex uh, could have fixed it, we would not be having this problem. No, but okay. no, we would not. Um, she and finally finds out her husband is having an affair, which is why he wanted the divorce. She tells him he can have the affair, but they can't divorce because of the kids. But their daughter ends up finding out because she sees um there she sees her dad in a car driving with another woman she just doesn't know it's Nam Gabin, but she realizes her father's cheating mm-hmm. um her daughter is always on her mom's side and more than her dad hurting their family she's furious at him for betraying their mom in the last 20 minutes like let me tell you in the last <laughs> 20 minutes of episode seven she goes off on her dad for cheating saying he's the one to blame he should be forever grateful for everything you've done because the car that he drives um she didn't work day and night to buy it for him as a present and uh-huh. she came from a rich family and left it all to be with him oh uh, yeah <laughs> hell of a head basket ain't nobody <laughs> The daughter says, don't worry, dad, you can leave now. We'll take care of mom till the day she dies. This actress is the best actress in this entire show. I wish you could have seen the tears coming out of her eyes, the anger in her voice. I'm going to have to find the clip. I'm going to have to find the clip. You're going to have to find the clip. That sounds cathartic. Oh, it was. It was. This man cries, but she makes her dad cry. (laughs) Oh, don't you hate when they do that? I was watching... Look, I just got done with a Thai series where they had the main villain crying uh-huh. after he shot his best friend in the head. <laughs> I said, bitch, I don't care about your team. I don't care. <laughs> He's going off like, how could you be so mean to me? I'm still your father. <gasps> and she's like, you betrayed me. You betrayed our entire family. I'm like, go off, girl. Come um, on, Park Hyungi. Come on. <laughs> um, some other important characters before I end the season one storyline. We have to introduce Mr. So. He Soban. He works with the ladies and his characters mm-hmm. with the th- three main ladies on the same radio show. Mm-hmm. Um, his main his main purpose in the first season is to point out the differences between a good man, him, and the terrible husbands um, these women oh, not have. A, not a Mr. Nice Guy. Yeah, Mr. Whoa. I'm talking about saying that all the right things every time this man is on screen he is saying the correct things but um this man his <laughs> character emotes just enough for him to seem human and not a not a robot just a little bit it goes downhill after season one straight down but in season one you're like oh he is a human <laughs> okay okay now we jump into season two okay Let's- before we finish season two what were yeah. your thoughts when you finished season one um when i finished season one i was like okay it started giving a little bit more makjangi towards the Mm -hmm. end and i skipped Mm -hmm. watch a lot of the last five episodes the last five episodes were all backstory of how all the men got with their mistresses so yeah nothing like set up like a mystery plot or is Mm -hmm. it like 
a normal... Not really. Normal drama. They just gave okay. you a backstory as, how, as to how the men ended up with the women, with the other women. Nobody cares about that. Why would no. they? No. Exactly. Watched it. <laughs> okay. 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 Now we have season two. Um, mm-hmm. Some important plot things here is we begin to see Song Won, who is the mistress who's pregnant, um, mm-hmm. deal with her pregnancy. She tells the other m- women, the other mistresses of her being with a married man, and they reveal that they're all in the same situation. Um, I'm sorry, pause. I still yeah. forgot that the mistresses are having a club of their own. Like, How they're is- friends. <laughs> <laughs> they're like homeworkers club 101. We meet on Tuesdays. We wear purple. <laughs> we drink coffee down the street, and we talk about how we're going to ruin families for our like, own happiness. <laughs> the thing not is, not that, that the men aren't to blame, but like the no, fact yeah. that they have like a club. <laughs> they're 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 friends, but I don't know how to describe it. Like the youngest one, Ami, is kind of naive and would and wishes that her um wishes that Yushu would leave his family for her. The one who's mm-hmm. pregnant is ashamed of the situation that happens and wants him to stay with his family. And then mm-hmm. Nam Gambin is kind of like apologetic, but does want to be with the man she does want to be with the husband. So that's like their kind of personalities. It's just, it just baffles me whenever I watch cheating stories. <laughs> so you think after he leaves his wife that he's going to stay with you? Please Oof. give me the 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 evidence that these men are worse your years when they have obviously shown you they ain't shit. That's what I'm saying. But let me tell you, <laughs> especially Ami, that woman, that girl loves her her man, her fair man. The man whose stepmother has a crush on him. Okay. Yes. I digress. <laughs> <laughs> um we are reintroduced to Pyong's father-in-law, which, yes, died, but this time he comes back as a ghost. Um, the first oh, person... You cannot <laughs> say that and then keep talking. I, I don't... I can't provide you any information. This man is a spirit now in all of season two. So he's just like, wait, okay, wait. Does anybody else see him as a ghost? Or yes. is it like only the viewers see him? We mostly, we're the only ones that see him. We're, okay. The first person to see him as a ghost is the housekeeper. And then uh-huh. his granddaughter sees him. And I believe that's it. Okay. Yeah. So um, when the housekeeper, so the housekeeper tells Pyong's mother-in-law that she sees her dead husband around the house as a ghost. Um, which eventually leads to Pyong's mother-in-law moving in with uh, Pyong and her husband. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> which is all secretly a plan, you know, deep down. It's actually a plan. Yeah. It's a plot. It's a whole plot. <laughs> She and was making moves. She was. You know what? I would have like in, in the mock jong of it all. I've been like, "Go, girl, do your shit." <laughs> that is your. That is your son. Blood or not, that is her she, honest to God son. <laughs> um, and then we are introduced to Mister So's brother, who is uh, Dongma, thirty six, who's thirty six years old. Mm-hmm. Um who broke up with Nam Gabin because he wants to marry someone who's 10 years younger than him. Um, and his brother is like the 
this is his half brother is not the CEO, uh. but somebody of a high position in a electronics company. So he's filthy rich. Stinking. They can't be poor. You can't do all no. this shit to be poor. Though a lot of poor men do this. Men do this <laughs> in any economical bracket. So, okay. Um, so let's uh we're with Herong again. Herong asks mm-hmm. for help from her in-laws. She wants them to meet this uh mistress and who is someone again and give her an apartment and essentially keep her away from their son, her husband. Um, her in-laws are willing to help, but th- deep down they're actually excited at the fact that they will be getting a grandchild like is this going like surrogate route basically at this point no because she i really don't know because the storyline switches up and we Mm -hmm. you're thinking at this point like what is she gonna do when the baby is born but Mm -hmm. they they fix that situation for us let me tell you (laughs) okay okay let me just Uh, (laughs) oh sahyan goes to his mom and says he can't leave someone. He tells his mom that he will see her occasionally and that when he can't, he wants his mom to check up on her because um, Herong is telling them, like, Herong doesn't want him to meet her at all during her, her pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Um, one night, Herong meets Dongma, the brother of Mr. So, at a lounge, and she thinks he's hitting on her by buying her a drink, but he only does that because he knows that she works with his brother. He doesn't tell that though, so she's just thinking that there's this hot man that's hitting on her. Mm-hmm. Um, both of Herong's in-laws have met Songwon, and they both like her, which Herong isn't happy happy about. Uh, Songwon is constantly trying to push Sahyun away. She wants him to work on his relationship with Herong, but his constant constant attention makes her waver a bit. Mm-hmm. Um. Sa- Sahyun tells Herong he won't meet Sang Sung Whoa. Too many Sas. <laughs> Sahyun tells Herong uh-huh. he won't uh-huh. meet the mistress, but he is continuously taking this woman to cafes and telling her that he loves her. Um mm, Herong Man meet- baby, yeah. Man baby, yes. <laughs> Herong meets Dongma again and he gives her, her bu- his business card, but he still doesn't let her know he's Mr. Soul's brother. She does eventually figure it out on her own. Um, mm-hmm. They end up having dinner together and afterwards she mentally notes about how they would be a perfect couple together. Um, After dinner? One yeah, dinner? One dinner. Because, she, because Herong realizes he's filthy rich. I'm like, that is a big point to her. Um, she does eventually meet someone um in like the in-laws go to dinner with someone with um someone and her husband ends up meeting them meeting them at dinner and Hedong uh-huh. walks in and all four of them having dinner and she gets pissed she grabs oh, someone so. yeah <laughs> she does because she everybody's telling her that they're not meeting her or that um they're not keeping in contact and they're lying and she grabs someone pregnant someone by the way like mm-hmm. six months pregnant by the hair and is like roughing her up a bit and then breaks a plate and either attempts to stab her or attempts to stab her husband i really don't know what that shard of glass of that plate was supposed to go for mm-hmm. but somebody but the father-in-law stops her before that happens and then after a couple episodes, Herong finally decides to divorce her husband. Um, her next plan is try to get Mr. So to fall for her, even though he's definitely not in- interested in her at all. Ding! Mm. End of Herong's storyline. 
in season two. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're going on the right path. Like, get out yeah. of this situation. It's not worth it. Find you a new boo, even if that's like the first step. We're doing <laughs> something right here. <laughs> and she does kind of like, uh, I didn't mention this, but Sahyun, her her ex husband's family is filthy rich, like very, very, very rich. And in mm-hmm. um in return of her like letting him get divorced and and like being with the mistress, she tells them like, "Can you buy me a house?" Can you give me our money? Can you give me this money? And they're like, yeah, sure. We'll give it all to you. Cause they're, they're happy that she's just letting it all go. So she does get stuff from them mm-hmm. in the end. Um, okay. Now we have Pyong. Pyong has a dream that she almost kisses Mr. So at the hotel, bo- at the hotel pool. They both hotel pool that they both go to. Um, she Not also ta- soul brothers be <laughs> girls. Like, what is this? Like all I mean, the, all all three women note as to how like attractive and nice of a man he is, considering all their husbands are trash. I mean, in comparison, anybody yeah. is better. <laughs> um, she she also talks to him at work and mentions to herself how nice of a man he is. Mm-hmm. Now that she knows that her not knows but she wants her mother-in-law to stop pining after her after her husband she tries to get um tries to get her mother-in-law to go on a blind date but she declines Mm -hmm. as i said after the house he housekeeper quit pyong's mother-in-law now lives in um in their in the house with pyong and her husband because she says she's scared but i really don't believe it I mean, you could hire somebody else. Y'all got yeah. money, I'm assuming. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pyong's husband secretly meet, meet, meets his mistress, Ami, by telling his family he's going ho- horseback riding with his friends. Mm-hmm. Um, at the horseback riding place, I really d- track, I don't know what it's called. Um, mm-hmm. If anyone asks um, their relation, they just say their cousin and, and uncle or niece and uncle. Um, Yushin, at the horseback place, Yushin runs into a doctor that he's friends with, who happens to be Ami's biological dad. Neither of them know that they're father and daughter. Um, the dad just know just learned that he has a 28 daughter, 28-year-old daughter, and Ami just knows that her dad lives in South Korea. So that creates a little issue over there. Okay. Um Ami is in a drama that is filming outside where Pyong works, and Pyong sees that Ami is wearing this puffer coat that she had given to her husband, and he had told her he had given it to his friend. She asks him about it, and he lies about it very easily, saying that he gave it to his friend who probably gave the coat away. Mm-hmm. Knowing that his wife has met his mistress spooks Yushin, and he tells Ami that they should break up after a month. Um, okay he really don't want a divorce (laughs) no (laughs) at home uh, Pyong's mother-in-law is grinding some sleeping pills and putting it in the water that they have in the fridge so Pyong drinks it Pyong drinks it and knocks out early then the stepmom is hoping that while she fake sleeps on the couch Yushin will come and pick her up and take her to a room and that they'll fuck I guess <laughs> that doesn't happen. He just puts yeah, a blanket on her. Of course, that's what girl. She's written too many Zane fiction books. She too on Wattpad. 
I need her to come up out of the Pornhub archives. Like, I don't understand. That's like, I do not want to. Gross knowing that she's known him since he was seven. seven. Yeah. Um, Shein tells Pyong that her ex-husband saw Yushin having an affair. She questions her husband about this and he lies again. Um, at this point in the storyline, Pyong's mother re-enters the story re-enters the plot but she's sick uh-huh. and she hasn't told Pyong. Ami now broken up with Yushin drinks her sorrows away and ends up in the hospital that Yushin works at um, Pyong's mother who is sick and dying ends up at the same hospital and because Pyong goes to see her she ends up seeing her husband with Ami and collapses um, Ooh, her mom does. Out. <laughs> <Jesus>. Everybody. <laughs> her mom ends up passing away, um, which is very shocking. And when she wakes up, when Pyong wakes up, she shows she's so shocked that she becomes temporarily mute for like an episode, and she's just she's just sitting there glaring at her husband. I mean, same. You <laughs> threw me and- into a fainting spell which caused me yep. to not be able to say the goodbye to my mother bitch I'm going if I got to stare a hole into you I'm gonna try and she will <laughs> and he's thinking that um she's doing that because of his mother uh, because of her mother not be and so he doesn't realize that he could have potentially that he's potentially caught mm. um she does eventually speak again and after her mom's funeral she makes her husband take her to Ami so she can finally meet her she immediately immediately asks for a divorce, which Yushin is completely against. There's an episode where they have a discussion about their relationship and the affair and, you know, how she was betrayed. And this talk lasts pretty much the entire hour-long episode. They I'm just sorry. switch locations. <laughs> I literally, I started watching it. And I skipped 40 minutes in and they were still oh. talking. Oh. I said, I I said fuck that no (laughs) she said I want the house mom to be able to clean fold laundry cook dinner and still know what's going on (laughs) no for real (laughs) they start they they start on one location have a talk for about 30 minutes move to another location have another 20 minute talk she goes home he follows her there and they have the last 10 minute talk of the episode I said girl who's sitting here and why I don't even think the best actors could deliver a one-hour talking oh conversation. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, Yushin's mom loses it a bit because she cannot believe that another woman has seduced um, oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm tired of her. Does she die? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, now we go to Shin. Um, Shein's ex-husband is now living with Nam Gabin and they're having a grand old time. Um, mm-hmm. when Shein finds out that Nam Gabin is her ex's mistress, she has a breakdown. We get scenes of her crying in the room as the show cuts between her and her husband hugging the mistress in their apartment. Just a real sad mm-hmm. moment. Um, Nam Gabin, Nam Gabin asked to meet Shein. She essentially apologizes and asks for forgiveness and explains how they got together. She tells Shin that they're planning to get married. Um, like at- that's gonna end well. <laughs> um, at the same cafe, they're 
at the same cafe that they're having this conversation at, Shin's daughter is sitting at another table, eavesdropping to the conversation, and that's when she finds out who her hus- who her dad's mistress is. Um, she tries to confront her dad and Nabga Bin at their apartment, but her dad drags her out. He asks for her to understand and give some bullshit explanation. Mm-hmm. Um, when they're back at their mom's house, uh, Shein's daughter has a mental breakdown, once again, acting top tier. She goes off about the way he's glamor- glamorizing the affair. She says she'll never fall in love, that her father abandoned his family so easy, leave- easily left his family battered and anguished. <laughs> she was just going off. Um, then, out of nowhere, Namgabin's Nam parents both die. And in her distress, she gets closer to her ex, who is Dongma, which, if you remember, is Mr. So's half-brother. Oh, this um, <laughs> She said, I only got money to pay so many people. So we just go make sure this shit is completely tied together. Uh, yep. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dongma says that he loves her and wants to be with her and realized he would never be able to forget her. And so Namgambin then ends up breaking up with Xian's ex and he lives leaves their apartment. And that's it uh-huh. for her storyline. And then at the uh, end of season two, um, we see three different weddings, just like snapshots of each. It's Herong's uh-huh. ex, who is Sahyun, getting married to Ami. Mr. So um, getting married to Songwon. And Dongma getting married to Pyong, which makes no sense Wait. in the storyline <laughs> well, at said, all. Someone getting married to Mr. So? Yeah. Pregnant girly. Pregnant mistress <laughs> getting married to Mr. So. What the hell is that storyline? <laughs> what? Herong's ex getting married to Song Sahyun getting married to Ami. They don't even know each other. Okay. So, okay, wait. Can you say them again one more time? Okay, yes. Sahyun, the man Sahi- baby, yes. is getting married to the to mistress yes. of the the child of a pedophile. There we go. That's yes. easy for me. Okay, the second one is someone, um, the mistress, his mistress, but man baby's mistress. Yes. And the radio PD or whatever he was. Yeah, mm-hmm. the 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 only guy that works with the three main women. And then what's the third one? Dongma, who is uh, someone's brother, marrying Piyang, Sa Piyang. What? She was just hitting on his older brother. I'm sorry. <laughs> Good. Yes, you're right. This writer said, "I have nothing left. Nothing Let's left. Let's make this dramatic. Let's make this shit dramatic." I stared at my phone when I saw that ending. I said, what are you talking about? (laughs) I think I remember some of my mutuals reacting to this big, like, I give up. (laughs) I can't do this anymore. (laughs) Okay. Now we have season three. I have a new chart because we have new actors. If you realize three of the actors have changed. Okay, um, let me scroll to the chart one second. Scroll, yeah. scroll, 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 scroll. Whoo! So, I mean, Yushin I don't Yu blame them for being is- looking at they. <laughs> they probably looked at the end of that second script and said, oh, "I can't continue to do this shit." <laughs> they said it's because of well, 
Sungwon, Sunghun said it was because of um, scheduling conflicts. That's what I've seen. They always say that. They always say that. <laughs> they always but, be like, oh, I have another project to do. Bitch, you knew you didn't want to do this shit when you saw that. <laughs> you were like, oh, hell no. <laughs> but um, Yoon Shiyun has changed. The pedophilic mother-in-law has changed. And I mean, yeah. I, was she probably, yeah. was she got that script the first time? First of all, this actress is very notable. And uh-huh. I've seen her so much of the stuff when you said that she's the pedophilic mother i said what <laughs> out of all, this woman has a career like a laundry list like decade long career for her to do a role like that she probably was like i can't do this a third season yep. yeah kimbo yoon she's like she's you've seen her everywhere oh yeah she's she, like her face is recognizable to me yeah so the fact that oh yeah i don't blame her she said oh hell no i'm done we signed the contract for two seasons i'm through i'm through yep and something changed but that's it mm-hmm. there um okay so season three storyline um i already told you the important plot thing is that all the three actors have changed and that's about it mm-hmm. so let's get to herong um so um we started we ended episode two with song one the mistress being pregnant uh, she gives birth and dies um the i'm oh. sorry no you cannot just keep i don't know shit. <laughs> like, what she literally goes i thought she was gonna die during childbirth but no she dies afterwards um i forgot for what reason she dies but yeah she passes away okay so man babies man babies mistress is dead yep um the whole family is in distress and sahyun is just a shell of a person for a couple days there's literally nothing to say about him for the next five episodes he's just i mean rightfully so he is just depressed somebody he Mm -hmm. loved did die Mm -hmm. um after hearing about the passing away herong decides to visit the family and she kind of like grows attached to the baby so she like buys gifts for them Gifts to the baby and stuff, so she's over quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Herong tries to put the moves on Mr. So again, but it's not working. Um, the actor who plays Mr. So is giving absolutely nothing this season. The man is dead in the eye and tone. Okay, there wait. Herong? Is- yeah. Is- I thought Pyong was hitting on him. Okay, oh. wait. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm Hedong not confused. Is- this so is both Pyong, of them. is more of, oh, he's a cute man, but isn't really doing anything as to where Herong is mm-hmm. actively doing something to try to get with him. Because the she The older brother after she was hitting on the younger one. Herong is hitting on both. Uh, okay. Good. Yeah. I'm not confused. I'm definitely keeping <laughs> up with you. I was just like <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um because um part of the reason why is as you like he's a really nice guy in the show, mm-hmm. but if he's playing, she realizes then he also has to be, Mr. So has to be filthy rich if they're, if they're, if he's related if to she's related CEO. To, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, um, yeah so yeah. she's like, oh, he's filthy rich too. Um, While visiting the ex-in-laws to see the baby, Hiron gets freaked out because she sees someone's ghost. So we have ghost number two. Um, Man. <laughs> <laughs> this is season three. Season three. I have one more. 
one goes for two. No, no, we get, they hitting us. They hitting us with two of them today. Maybe three, I think. And once again, this is not a ghost that only the audience can see. People in no. the drama can't um, see the ghost. This one, I will say that Herong is the only one that sees this ghost. Nobody else sees um, Sung One. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Herong goes to see her ex's child, and this time when she goes to see her, Sung One's spirit possesses Herong. And somehow. I wish you could have seen the way they tried to explain <laughs> this. Somehow now when her ex sees Herong, he sees someone's spirit in her. And so I'm sorry. He's not depressed Why did anymore. Just change to a supernatural <laughs> trauma. They gave us they gave a one episode. They said y'all are gonna accept this now. <laughs> <laughs> the writer really said, I'm on my last yep. <laughs> my last breakup. Like this is all I got. <laughs> the the way this happens in the episode is someone possesses um Herong and uh-huh. she walks out the room. Then we get a shot of some kind of neuron or something going through her brain and sparking <laughs> something. Then we see Sahyan walk out of the room and the same thing happened to his brain. And as he looks at Herong, he sees the spirit of someone in her and he just accepts it. He's now not depressed. So, <laughs> one second. Let me just think yeah. of this from a writing standpoint. Yes. I've written 32 episodes, because that's season one of season two, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I wrote 32 episodes. I got a contract for a third episode. I got to spice this shit up. I have this Sion <laughs> character, and I don't know what to do with it. Is my first thought ghost? Absolutely <laughs> not. I'm thinking another woman. I'm thinking I don't know a self love journey. Um, I'm thinking you know. You're not thinking potential... dramatic enough. You know you got gotta... <laughs> obviously not. Obviously <laughs> not because like. When you start to go into other genres, there's rules for other genres, right? Yeah. This is a supernatural show. We should have rules about who can see ghosts and who can't see ghosts and what ghosts do and what ghosts can't do. And she really said, light bulb in both their heads. And now they're... (laughs) That's it. That's it. Okay, continue. Um, Okay, so the spirit possesses her. They end up getting close again um herang and someone and they get remarried and she gets pregnant um after that could have happened without a ghost but all right (laughs) no because the thing is is now that someone's ghost is in herang her personality has changed she's become really sweet and really nice which her in-laws have noticed and suspect that she's been possessed by someone of course, that's the that's, <laughs> that's where we're jumping to. Not that maybe the death impacted her too, and she had a change of heart. Maybe the break away made her realize how much she loved her ex husband. Nope. Maybe seeing that child changed her for the better. It's a fucking ghost. All it's right. a ghost. It's a spirit <laughs> possession. You know. Um. Ah! So. <laughs> They hold an exorcism to get rid of someone's spirit, which works, and someone is removed from Herang, but she doesn't disappear. Instead, she just can't enter her in-laws in-laws' house anymore. 
and so she can no longer see her baby. Um, after someone's spirit is removed, Herong has a miscarriage, which leads to tension within the marriage between her and Sahyun. Why would you do that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> literally Why am I like asking that this writer doesn't love his female characters what am i even <laughs> then um Hedong ends up in the hospital for a couple of days because she's just feeling pain and just not feeling on un- not feeling well um really nothing comes of that um she ends up going back home and earlier in the season they introduced us to a little baby boy like a child, but dressed mm-hmm. in, you know what shamans wear in Korean dramas? I don't really know what the correct term oh, is. Oh, it's for... like um, Agi Dongsa, I think so. Yeah, Agi, like he's wearing yeah, like... Something tra- like that. Yeah, like very like traditional. A, Go ahead, sorry. Like a baby shaman, like, right? Yeah. Like, they, but yeah, okay, yeah. he's a spirit. Nobody else can see him. Yeah, yeah. Until the okay, day yeah. that um, Heron comes from the hospital... He's mm-hmm. sitting on the couch next to Hanong's mother-in-law, and she's like, "Who's this child?" And they're like, "Who are you talking about?" And the episode, and that's it for her. That's where we end with her storyline is her being able to see that baby boy. So, um, I mean, this is starting to sound, believe it or not, this is starting to sound like actual supernatural lore <laughs> that happens in Korea that people get possessed by ghosts. Well, oh, okay, like just supernatural, like supernatural. Yeah. Or in general, that once you get possessed by ghosts, then you can start seeing the dead. Are you oh, okay. Like that explains idol. it because there was no explanation for this child that I just, I was like, oh, this uh-huh. has to be a cultural thing that I'm not understanding here. Yeah, that's a typical yeah. type of, it's a typical type of belief, mm-hmm. I think, in most um, Korean folklore. Like, there's okay. this whole program called... Um, midnight story club or something like that mm-hmm. and it's uh where they you know gather stories from um viewers and they retell them and a lot of scary stories and a lot of the stories uh, what i realized that a lot of the stories have in common is that they say they had this ghost experience mm-hmm. and then after that they could see ghosts or they could uh, see spirits okay. or they like have a sixth sense or something like that so yeah okay well you learned something new <laughs> <laughs> um now we go to Sa Pyeong's storyline. Um, mm-hmm. We are introduced to Pyeong's mother-in-law, and she has these awful-ass extensions in, Tori. Her natural red short hairs on top, and then she has these long brown extensions on that are just terrible, mm-hmm. um, which is important. to story, Those story, that extensions are there for a reason. Um, Pyeong, this is the new actress, right? Yeah, because, the new actress. Yeah. Actually, I am going to send you the picture on cacao of her hair because i just i was like you have to see this where is it okay this is her hair it's not even it's worse than this in the show too this angle is good okay and it's sent that's her hair mm, they had no budget for, <laughs> for None. hair oh for question hair. before we yep. continue the ghost is it like mm-hmm. CGI or do they are they just do they look like actual people? Um, so when the ghost is moving around, they have this filter on them to make them seem wider and like see through. Mm. But if the camera ever is on them directly, it's just the mm. actor there with no filter. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's weird, but okay. Um, 
So Sapiyoung finally asks her mother about her crush on Yushin. Um, the mother-in-law just deflects, gets angry, and ignores the question. Mm-hmm. But you know that answers Pyeong's. <laughs> you know oh, Pyeong right. does get the answer she needed because, like, if if my daughter-in-law asked me if I had a crush on my son, I would be like, "Bitch, are you out of your fucking mind?" <laughs> I would be so upset and be like, "You need to go to the hospital. We need to have a conversation. Like, what's happening?" Like, no, but for her to get like deflective, no. Nah. <laughs> um, so. Once again, remember, Pyong's father-in-law, as a ghost, is still around. He possesses his granddaughter's body. What? Yes. Yes. Possesses his granddaughter's body and then attacks the mother-in-law using his granddaughter's body. You know, just chasing her around and shit. Not Chucky. Not children of the corn. <laughs> not <laughs> Annabelle. Oh, girl, what? <laughs> the whole family is in disbelief, but they kind of accept it because when the grandfather had possessed the granddaughter, she was talking and he was like, it was obvious that she was sounding like the grandfather. So they're like, yeah, she oh, was she using was his speech pattern. Yeah, and everything. I just, it's crazy to me because, like, most people don't believe in ghosts, but everybody in this <laughs> everybody in this story was just like, yeah, cool. Yep. Are they all like religious? Like what is <laughs> I don't think so, actually. I might be wrong, but I feel like they have to all be for this storyline to make sense. Like or have some belief or something. Cause for them to yeah. be like, she's talking like her grandfather at thirteen. Now if this was like a baby, if this is like a baby baby, you know, like yeah. when they real like under like the age of seven. And they started talking like one of my dead relatives. I'd be like, oh, you see shit. That's fine. <laughs> I don't think they're going to hurt you. So whatever. But a 13 year old, they could be just fucking with you. 13 year olds are not. <laughs> oh, that's so interesting. Okay, continue. Um, then at the pool, Mr. So is swimming when the father-in-law spirit possesses him. <laughs> and he... Now, just, <laughs> now she's just throwing shit at a dartboard. Jeez. She said, who's next? Not everybody can be... <laughs> Continue. And he walks up to the mother-in-law. The mother-in-law, who's also at the pool, thinks that she's met Mr. So before and has noted as to how handsome he is. And she thinks that he's hitting on her. Um, because he asks her, um, would you like to go to my house and drink some wine? And she is so That's happy. That's a trap. But okay. Yeah, it is. But she is <laughs> so happy. She runs out of the, sh- out of the, um, out of the pool area and goes, God, Buddha, Mother Teresa, have you guys answered my prayers? Because she thinks she's about to get some tonight. So she Great. goes to, you can find <laughs> Dickies everywhere. I don't understand why she's just casually just looking around her yeah she's obsessed not gonna lie because she feels that her youth was wasted on the man that she was with yushin's father okay go take a tango class go (laughs) go learn how to play the horse riding golf golf is a great place for old people to meet like or older people to meet like she's like what almost 60 yeah like Babe, there's so many other. They la- they really have like dating services for older people. Why are we okay? 
I don't even know why I'm asking questions like this story will make sense. <laughs> um, when she gets to his apartment, the they sit on the couch. She sits on the couch and Mr. Soul sits on the chair and he leans in and she thinks he's, you know, about to make a move. But instead, he slaps the fuck out of her. <laughs> no. I'm talking about the scene is him chasing her around the living room. I'm sorry. And just slapping the top of her head. Um, she leaves the apartment screaming and the father-in-law spirit leaves Mr. So. And I think that's the last time we see the father-in-law spirit in the storyline. He's done his job. He was in <laughs> relief. He's done his job. Because after this, her, the mother-in-law's, um, mental stability declines. It just goes straight down. Um. I mean, mine would too if I just got attacked by a random man. <laughs> yeah. So... Pyung goes to a clinic and Dongma, who is Mr. So's half-brother, sees her there. Um, he hears her scream as she goes into the clinic and then he can't suddenly can't stop thinking about her because his, her voice enchants her. Enchants him. Wait or something a second. Like that. Who went into the clinic? Just to make sure. It's Sa Pyung and Dongma, okay. Mr. So's brother, who is in a relationship with Nam Gabin. Um, what? When did that happen? Remember, he said, "I said at the end of episode two, Nam Gabin breaks. He Nam Gabin's hus- um mom and dad die, and she gets closer to her ex, who is Dongma. Oh, and, okay, yeah. yeah, her exes. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. And now so, he's entranced by with his his brother's colleague, basically. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mind you, he has never even talked to this woman. The most he said, hello, hi, my name is this. Like, he's met her in passing. Um, he well, ends up breaking a scream up. is what enchants him. A scream. Yeah, a scream. He says it, he mentions it when they have dinner later on. Because a he goes to, Because he goes to Nam Gabin and essentially he's like, he's just real dramatic. He's like, please slap me. Please hit me. She's like, why? And he's like, I'm breaking up with you. And she like drops to the floor and she's like, is it another woman? He's like, I, he can't explain it as to why he, um, as to why he's suddenly like in tran- in what's the word I'm looking for? Like suddenly in love with another woman. Oh, this sounds like a love spell, but I'm going <laughs> to keep that. Um, and so they break up. He asks, he calls Pyong, asks her to dinner, and tells her he would like to marry her. Um, they. <laughs> what? <laughs> ah, she really did. This writer is sitting in her room, like, I'm not going to think logically. No. I'm going to just draw shit out of a bucket and see if we can make this shit work. Literally, they're at a discussion, and he's like, not at a, at a dinner, and they're. And he's like, I'm going to cut to the chase. I would like to marry the woman that's in front of me, which is her. And she's like, huh? Because exactly. never talked to this man before. Maybe once at when they went golfing and passing, she's seen him. Um, they basically have another long discussion the last 50 minutes of the episode um, where he basically oh. <laughs> explains why he feels they were destined to meet and why they should be together. It's just 50 minutes of them in the same location. And the only thing that changes is their meal. They get, it's a like seven course meal, I think. And yeah, 50 minutes of one whole episode. I just, how do you write that much dialogue I about know. two people talking about the same thing? <laughs> and the dialogue is so weird. Like I just, 
I guess if you're if it's a if you're used to writing a daily drama, it makes sense. But it's just very weird how the script is written. But even um, then, because okay, okay, wait, yeah. one second, more information. Let let me let you catch your breath real quick and spit some more information out real quick. Daily dramas, for those of you who don't know, are dramas that air every time at the same day for like half a year in Korea, right? This is what this writer's good at. And I was watching Happy Together, um, make sure you rest in peace. Um, and they were talking about daily dramas and the actors that do daily dramas were on the show, they were talking about it. And they were talking about how they had to get used to saying the same thing over and over and over again because the people mm. that watch them is housewives and they have to be able to follow the story without watching the TV. So if housewives yeah. are cooking, cleaning, taking care of children, laundry, house chores, and all of that, they just have the TV on in the background. They say stuff loud. They repeat it, like the dialogue and stuff like that. And I'm thinking, if this is a... A, a short drama format, which is usually an hour and a half per episode. Why would you do that? <laughs> why would you? Why would you use that daily drama tactic of constant repetitive information? And I guess because and, if you look at this screen screenwriter's um, mm-hmm. work, the last work she did was a daily drama in 2014. It's been years since oh. she's read. <laughs> so maybe she just hasn't been able to get out of that format of writing or just writing or just hasn't mm-hmm. practiced i don't know because they'll have conversations because what you're saying makes sense they'll have mm-hmm. conversations that have add no value to the character or the storyline like they'll just sit there and they'll be like mm-hmm. are you eating an apple yes i think apples are good cut next conversation i'm like <laughs> what what is that doing like <laughs> it's just 40 30 minutes I of conversation she like was that. trying to be experimental and it didn't work maybe um so as i said pyong's mother's mental stability just goes down she has a breakdown and cuts off her hair and finally gets rid of the awful ass extensions that she had bless god um i'm gonna do a little bit of the time jump pyong does start a relationship with dongma and He meets um, her daughter. They go on dates and everything. And she starts to prepare for their wedding. Because um, she said yes. Oh. <laughs> yes, she did. Um, when her ex finds out finds out um, she's getting remarried, he threatens to take their daughter um, because he thinks that she's dating some low-level man. Um you know, because he's a hospital, he's a, a hospital director. He, he's like, yeah. there's no way this man's above me. Little does he know <laughs> that not only is he richer than a nickel, bitch. <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. He is shocked, let me tell you. The drama does this weird thing where um, in season two, instead of getting the actor's internal thoughts, like voiced, it will have it will have the words written out next to their um, next to the character instead of us hearing their voice so when he finds out that Doma had never been married before and that he was young he says internally he's like why the hell would he get with Sapiang? he could find somebody better and i'm just like fuck you like what is what is wrong she's good enough bitch if you don't take your musical pay, uh, actress mistress and get the fuck on <laughs> <laughs> um as I said, Pyong's mother-in-law is slowly losing it. She randomly admits to Ami as to how she helped in 
ending her husband's life. Um, Ami tries to get her to get Yushin to listen. He doesn't listen again. Um, but one day when they're all home together, the mother, um, his mom, um, admits to how she killed his dad or helped ending his life. And so he decides that she needs help. And so he calls some people to get her, like, I guess to take her to like a mental, like, you know, like rehab, re- rehab place. And so she leaves the house screaming with a stray jacket on, um, and that's pretty much it for that storyline. Um, we also learned that uh, Pyeong get on the on her wedding night. Pyeong reveals to Dongma that she's pregnant. So, Bing, we got that going on. Oh, all right. Um. Okay, and to our last lady, Shin. Um, we get scenes of Shein's ex-husband. He left Namgabin's place and is regretting what he did to his family. He's just sitting in his room all by himself crying. He gets facial paralysis and Shein takes him to an acupuncture doctor to help with this issue. Out of nowhere, Mr. So starts putting the moves onto Shein. Um, this is okay, like a question before yeah. we continue. Why did the husband and Namgabin break up because Nam remember Namgabin um Namgabin lost parents, her parents lost it's her parents okay yeah got closer to her ex and right. they broke up yes okay um Mr. So starts putting the moves on to Shein like within the first episode of season three um he says that they had met once when they were in they were younger they apparently went to some art academy together but she does not remember him. Mm-hmm. Um, we get more shots of Sheehan's ex crying. He's just—he's having a bad time this entire season. Um, Good. <laughs> Mister So and Sheehan start getting closer. They go on dates, and they actually—and um, he asks Sheehan to marry him, and she says yes. Uh, her daughter is be like so happy for her, um, but her son does feel bad for his dad. He's like, Dad he just finds it weird that his dad's alone, but his mom is getting married, which his, um, his sister shuts that down real quick. She's like, that's a terrible person. You need to stop being so naive. Look what he did to us. Mom deserves to be happy kind of situation. And he eventually gets over it because he he does like, um, he does like Mr. So Mr. So is a nice Mm -hmm. man. Um, Shion's ex gets better. Um, and he tries to re-enter his family's life, but that's shut down when Shion tells him he's getting ma- she's getting married. Mm-hmm. When he finds out who she is marrying, he's pissed. He like accuses her of cheating, um, which is rich, really, coming from him. Um, and he tells her he doesn't accept the relationship and that she should cut ties with the kids. He doesn't want to watch his kids call some other guy dad. Well, you should have thought about that. He really should have asked for a divorce. <laughs> Um, Shein also is pregnant. Um, she tells this to Mr. So at and- 51. I mean, it's <laughs> not impossible, but damn. Um, she tells this to Mr. So, and he says, This actor says, Oh my god, I'm so happy. And when I tell you the level of dead he's playing <laughs> in the eyes. I was like, what the? He was like, oh my God, I'm so happy. I feel numb. I was like, yeah, your face looks numb too. <laughs> Just <laughs> expressionless. Um, and then at the end of the episode, 
we have like a six months jump. Um, Pyeong mm. is now like eight months pregnant. Dongma mm. goes to a department store to buy her some uh, some her some clothes. Yeah, he goes to buy her some clothes when a part of the ceiling falls on his head. I and- knew that was coming. I felt something <laughs> in my bones. That was not it. I felt something was coming up. A ceiling falling onto this man. Ceiling falls on his head. And I didn't mention this earlier, but um um okay, well a ceiling falls on his head and we see him in an ambulance with two grim reapers as his spirit leaves leaves his body. And I didn't oh, mention this course, earlier. This is a supernatural drama now. <laughs> yes. But um I didn't mention this earlier, but Song One, if you remember, is a dead mistress. Before uh-huh. she died, she knew Mr. So. Uh-huh. And so when she was kicked out of, when the exorcism kicked her out of her in-law's place, she saw Mr. So and decided to follow him into his house. Now that he's married with Xian and his brother's married to Pyong, they all live in the same house with their father-in-law. And so she's just chilling there. And at the same time, two grim reapers enter the house, but they won't tell someone who is dying. And so we don't learn until the very last episode who was supposed to die. Um, and then at the very end of the show, <clears throat> we once again we once again get some random scenes that make no sense to the plot line. We say we see Mr. So marrying the dead Song Won and Sa Hyun in a like bath huge bathtub kissing Ami. And that's the end. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> So the yes. dead mistress of man uh-huh. baby uh-huh. and the new man of Pyong mm-hmm. were getting married and man baby and the mistress of Pyong's ex yep. were together. Why yeah. does she keep recycling these characters like they don't have other lives <laughs> besides the people in this poster? And- you know, I'm watching this, and I remember a couple times I had heard this thing about something about the show and AI, and I'm like, she's not about to bring AIs into season four. <laughs> so I decide to read an article, and my mind was blown. Let me le- read this for you. <clears throat> it says, Love featuring marriage and divorce writer Im Sung Han, a.k.a. Phoebe, opened up about what happened to So Dong Ma, and the secrets of Soban. So Sodong Ma is a 36-year-old who just died, and Soban is the expressionless man. Uh-huh. On Monday, Phoebe told Yonhap News, as a writer, I thought I could finish the story if I just wrote one more season as I wrapped up season two. But writing as I originally originally planned, there's still so much story left, she added. Rather than just abruptly putting an end to the story, I just had to stop midway. It's both upsetting and disappointing for me as a writer, so I understand viewers' complaints. I'd like to say I'm sorry. At the possibility of a season four, she drew the line saying it's not something a writer can decide. Can decide. Then she mentioned, and this is where I lost my mind. She says, Dongma, the man who just died, who was pronounced brain dead, becomes an artificial intelligence, just like his brother Soban after his father, Chairman So, operates on him, shocking everyone. This has viewers reanalyzing the Ms. Dongban, the man who's expressionless, robotic acting, which has been criticized throughout this entire show. 
You're telling me. Let me get my breath. I'm losing my breath. You are telling me this man has been an AI for three seasons? What? Man, I'm gonna throw up. I can't. I'm gonna throw up. I can't. Oh my god. Oh my god. Wait a second. Fucking lying to me. Wait a second. But he got somebody pregnant. (laughs) I didn't even think about that. That's why that's why I'm sitting here confused. How is he an AI if he got somebody pregnant? What do you mean his father operated on him and he's an AI? (laughs) So I was like that explains so much. I was like, this actor cannot be this bad at acting. This is like impossible level of bad God. acting. But the idea that he's an AI didn't even cross my mind. That oh. means she started season one knowing this was going to be sci-fi. Which is insane to me because <laughs> two episodes ago it was supernatural. If you're gonna... Ma- <sighs> She said, "We." She what said, was the point of starting?" <laughs> I said, "What?" I was like, "Um." She said, "It does one genre." Nah, she gonna put three in. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't matter to her. I'm just. I'm tired. <laughs> You're tired. I'm. I'm sitting here thinking about the 48 episodes I watched in the past, <laughs> and I you re-watched. Did good. You did I, great. Uh, thank you. But I, when I was re-watching it, I was like, God, this show is even worse the second time around. <laughs> because, like, as I said, the script is uh, really weird. But there are moments when, like, when she hugs, um, she hugs her, hus- her now husband, um, Mr. So. When I tell you this woman is barely touching this man, she wasn't even resting her head fully on this man's back. It was just hovering. I was like, put your head on his back. <laughs> I don't understand. But yeah. That's I just <laughs> So was the was that your emotion wrapping up season three? Was just yes. like <laughs> the way I I was downstairs and I read that article today and I lost it. I was I was I can't I can't I don't think if season four does get made I don't think I'll watch it. Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, unless the viewers want it, I'll watch it with you and then we'll recap it. Okay. Just that. Just, <laughs> Thank just. you. If y'all want it, then me and Mary will we'll, we'll do this together. Only you know y'all know we don't like to watch stuff that doesn't bring us joy. But this is insanity. <laughs> this is like this is like a fever dream. It feels like an acid trip. It feels like it feels like somebody took the like the scraps of a bunch of writing students in college. Yep. And pieced them together. Yeah, sure and made it into a drama. <laughs> He just she just has a bunch of like storylines in a hat and then just picks it out and she's like AI but, ghost divorce. But that's story. the thing. I don't think that's what happened. Because if you're telling me that this actor has been acting flat oh my for, god for 30 plus episodes flat. She had a plan. She did like have she a had plan. a thought she has a thought out plan. And I just think that I guess she's right. Used to writing, 
I guess if you're given 104 to 200 episodes to write for, you can really spread this, you know, spread the storyline. But she mm-hmm. was given 48 episodes and that was it. And is used to writing 200 episodes. So. Yeah, she was trying to do the most. To, yeah, trying to do the most. I think my biggest problem is that if you were going to be supernatural sci-fi, I need you to establish that from the beginning. I don't think I think <laughs> the ghost and the AI thing is interesting only if it had more meat to it. Yeah. It's like she did that because she didn't know what else what else to do with the plot, but in her head that definitely made 110%. Mm-hmm. You know what this feels like? Yeah, it feels like a college student's paper that they didn't reread before they submitted. <laughs> and when you're a writer, you're supposed to read out loud because I promise you, it sounds different when it's in your head and when it comes out of somebody else's mouth. <laughs> That's what this feels like. I am exhausted, Marin. You did a great job. Thank I you. can I ask you to rate <laughs> um, this show. I would uh, my drama list has season one at a seven. No, has season one mm-hmm. at a six point four, season two at a seven point four, I think, and season three at a seven. All mm-hmm. season one is a five, season two <laughs> is a four, and season three is a one point five. <laughs> that is the, <laughs> that's my rating for every season. Yeah, yeah. This is definitely one of the you cannot anymore be surprised when I tell you about Chinese dramas. I can't. You can't. (laughs) You can't. I have a, which is funny because the next Thai drama we're going to review has ghosted it. So (laughs) that will be fun. But yeah, no, I think this is this is such an interesting study. Now I have to go find at least a couple clips of this because I want to hear the dialogue in Korean. Because I know it's going to sound. Please text me your reactions to it. Please. I just need to. You know what? Send me like two or three scenes you want me to watch. Oh, okay. I'll watch I will. I watch them. And we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that like in, a, in our next, the beginning of our next episode we do together. But um, this is a fever dream. This is, I have to, it's probably, I would, you know, if I was a professor, I would have my <laughs> students watch this one episode of this and dissect it. Because like, <laughs> I want to know what y'all are getting, like, from the dialogue, from the scenes. Because, like, this is, the first season sounds like any other, any other 40s plus Mokchang, right? Mm-hmm. And then you just, it, the ball just keeps rolling down this hill of its <laughs> of maniacal <laughs> insanity and it hasn't stopped nope. because <laughs> there's more she said ghost check. check AI robots let's go that's insane you know what I think this would have been really interesting if it was just about the AI robots Yeah, cause like what if he's not the only one what mm-hmm. if there's one of one of the mistresses is a robot like that'll don't be don't do that to me <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that to me. <laughs> that would be immaculate. Um, thank you so much for doing this labor for us, Marin. No Marin watched this again twice. Yeah. So if you guys didn't have to, you can just come listen to us for an hour talk about it. Um, I cannot. 
Head empty, no thoughts. Brain dead. Girl, I'm gonna take a nap. You don't even understand. <laughs> when you started talking, when you started, when you started reading that article, I was like, oh, I have to go to sleep after this. I can't think properly after consuming. <laughs> I hope you take a nap. We both can take a nap. This is this is the podcast you listen to. That y'all are gonna take a a fat ass nap. Do you hear me? That is my call to action. After you give us five stars, just take a nap. Oh, <laughs> um, but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. You know, we have a lot of fun stuff coming up. We are both watching Kiss Six Sense, which is going to be fun. Um, I'm watching Kim Porsche, and then I have another Thai drama. I think I found my favorite Thai modern drama so far. Mm-hmm. So that'll be fun to talk about. I might even rewatch some of it just so I can give you the tea because. Bitch, that drama stressed me out, but I liked it. <laughs> um, This Saturday, we are doing Disney movies. So make sure you are notifications on and you can come talk to us. If you listen to this episode, I want you to come tell me what was the wildest thing to you or what stuck out to you. Please come talk to us on our Discord or our Twitter at comments and our TikTok at comments and podcasts. Until next time, I'm Tori. I'm Marin. Bye-bye. Bye.